Welcome home. This is Audio EXP for the 11th of February 2023. And the title of this episode is Raw 20 and Drive Through RPG. Can we call it a merger now? Random Rambling Press is in the spotlight this month, as voted for by patrons. And I have tried to get in touch with Random, I swear. Also swear there was an email address on their site, but I can't find it now. Instead, I've sent an Instagram message, but they've not had long to get back to me. Although you could do me a favour, if you know the publisher, please give them a nudge. The goal is to have an email-based Q&A and shine a bit of light on the indie publisher. Now, go back to July 2022, which for me seems like a lifetime ago, and the news came out that One Bookshelf would form a joint venture with Roll20. One Bookshelf owns Drive-Thru RPG, DM's Guild, and that set of sites. The press was steered away from the word merger in favour of a joint venture, and I assume this is for financial reasons. A merger means one tax bill, for example, although I'm far from an expert. There was confusion, though, because it looked like a merger. Now, in a blog post from Meredith, who looks after the publishers, we have confirmation that Roll20 and RPG are acting as one company. Perhaps this means they've got that paperwork sorted out. There are a few things to unpack here, and the first, of course, is the future of D&D. Wizards have done three things of note in this respect. They've bought D&D Beyond, which has tools and a virtual store, but not a virtual tabletop. They've announced a play space for one D&D, which is a hybrid between a computer game and a traditional VTT. They have pushed many gamers elsewhere with the OGL drama. Pezio, Chaosium, Pinnacle and others have been having a sales boom. The first two are potentially bad news for one bookshelf because it casts some doubt on the DM's guild. Only some, and that's much reduced now. The community content from D&D lives on the DM's guild because Watsy didn't have the experience running an e-commerce store or scanning documents, no turning these old D&D books into PDFs. It made more sense to outsource it and take a cut, which meant leaving OBS to make it a success. I think we were always a few years away, if ever, from Watsy trying to take that in-house. The OGL backlash has firmed up the DM's Guild position, because Watsy has had to promise to back the heck off. Roll20 might be uncomfortable about Hasbro pushing into digital, but the fewer eggs there are in the D&D basket, the better off they are. Once again, the OGL drama will have suited them, and you will have noticed that they kept their head down during the bickering. However, Roll20 and several other VTTs are Black Flag partners. That's Cobalt Press' new initiative to make an open and 5e compatible system. I think Roll20, aka the Or Group, and Drive-Thru RPG, aka One Bookshelf, are in a stronger position now. Getting a marketplace running that feels like a community and integrates with a sticky virtual tabletop should be their priority. By sticky, I mean hard to move away from or undesirable to do so. I will be impressed with their ethics 
if they make it easier for you to take your Roll20 purchase and go elsewhere, should you choose. A challenge they face is speed. It's taken OBS years to get the new drive-thru RPG site ready, and that's called Phoenix, spelt P-H-N-X, and I think essentially pushed by one full-stack dev until the OR group put more resources into it. And those new resources are in place, and that happened quickly during this pre-merger phase of the merger. Now, in that OBS post, we're told in about six months, some effort will move from getting that front end of the site ready to supporting the publisher end. That suggests we are at least six months away from Phoenix Rising, and I'm confident the world will be a different place by then. Phoenix needs to integrate Roll20 wonderfully, and to do so, perhaps without upsetting Fantasy Grounds. Fantasy Grounds are an earlier VTD partner, and DM skilled products for the desktop software tend to be you know, 8 to 10 times more expensive than PDFs. That's an attractive margin for OBS, who take a percentage commission. Astro Tabletop has been retired, and the DMs Guild isn't even on the Phoenix program. As an affiliate, I worry that the tracking essentials will be forgotten, broken, or removed entirely by the OR group's leadership. The upside is that Roll20 might join the affiliate program, and blogs like Geek Native can make a few pennies when people buy Roll20 modules after clicking through to the site. All this brings me back to another news story from this week. Cobalt has announced their first publishing partners for Black Flag. How many of these names do you know? Ghostfire Gaming, Steamforged Games, Nord Games, Frog God Games, The Griffins Saddlebag, Hitpoint Press, the Vineyard RPG, the Word Refinery, Dungeon Scribe, and Mage Hand Oppress. I don't know what you get when you overlap the VTD partners with the publishers. Does that mean Steamforged Games' Black Flag content will be available on Shard? A world with a host of publishers for which you can easily find VTTs with their content might not be the future Roll20 wants. And in fairness, I think it's a massive ask for a team of indies, no matter how talented and how well motivated. That may be an ambitious world, but do you know what? It might be a better one. Speaking of which, make a wish. For the second time, the charity is running the world streams for The Wish. Bandai Namco is a games partner, but if you make game stuff, even tabletop, I imagine you can raise money for the charity that looks after kids in awful situations. The event is in April, and the sign-up form is open now. On the other end of the money scale, how much would you pay for a 24k gold-plated D20 ring? There's a Kickstarter brewing for one such item from Paris, France, and from a team of gamers who work in the high-fashion business. The backer kit page is live. I've exclusive picks on the blog, and I've been trying to guess the price. On Etsy, Fallacy Dice has a 14k gold-plated cast metal D20 for 120 American dollars, and I suspect the extra 10k of gold will make a big difference on the price. Additionally, the D20 ring is in two parts. I know, 
I'd be scared of losing a part. And the small d20 comes out and it can be rolled. So as we move on to the outro, and just to let you know, tomorrow I'm off to the charity supporting Capital Sci-Fi Con here in Edinburgh. Expect pictures on Instagram and Discord. Now, let's finish with freebies and bundles. Localist Games has promised a Kickstarter for Chrono Rogue for a while, and if it's happened, I've missed it. However, the starter set is out and free. Conversely, the SCP RPG from 26 Letter Publishing has been out for a while, but the free quick start guide is just out now. On bundles, there are two in the bundle of folding. The first is a flash sale that ends on the 15th and is for Delver with Lost Tomes. These are dungeon assets like maps and tables. The second is notable. It's the worlds of 2D20. If you want Dishonored, Infinity, John Carter of Mars, Dune, Star Trek Adventures, Fallout and Octon Cthulhu, then this is the one for you. So let's finish there, enjoy your week, and keep safe.